This episode of the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast is brought to you by the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast. If you're in the market for funny banter and great discussion revolving around the latest theatrical releases, check out the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or right at MidwestFilmNerds.com. To the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John, and here with me today is Brian. Hey. Alex. What's up? And Gojo. Hey. As always, if you're listening along and you like what you hear, even if you don't, please do send us feedback via email at MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com or via Twitter at MGN Podcast. While you're listening along, don't forget to do all your Amazon shopping via Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. A small portion of the money you spend makes its way into our hands of the network and will help us continue to bring you content that you enjoy. Thank you to Au for our theme song called Materia Mosh. Check out more of his tunes at soundcloud.com slash ahh-ooh. Also, his newest album, Immortata, I believe is what it's called, is now on iTunes, Spotify, and all that good stuff. So check it out. Today's episode, I have a couple small news items to touch on, and then we're going to be reviewing Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. But before we do that, what have you guys been playing, Brian? Besides the game we're reviewing, yes. which isn't worth mentioning, of course. But you did anyways. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is worth mentioning because it's an awesome game. We did discuss not mentioning the games we've been playing, like <laughs> the, the one we're reviewing, but go ahead. This is kind of implied a what little else, bit. Yeah, what else have you been playing well, other than Metal Gear? Maybe it's implied. I mean, John didn't play it. Yeah, but he'll say, oh, I, I didn't, didn't play this I didn't all. play Metal Gear at all. Okay, I'm here well, I'm saying I did. Okay. Anyway. What else did you play? <laughs> Besides if you could that, confirm that later when we review really, the game. All I played was uh, Destiny. Yeah. Because of the 2.0 update. <laughs> I want to check update. it out. Yeah, well, I'm glad nothing's changed since the last time <laughs> no, we've been on. No, no, nothing's <laughs> well, changed no, at all. Well, no, actually, last Welcome episode, back, I had played uh, Sunset Overdrive quite Ooh. a bit, which is fun. And Destiny. But I haven't touched it since Metal Gear came right. out. But that's good. Alex? Uh, I did break open the Disney Infinity boxes that I purchased. What'd you think? Uh, it's interesting, and but the weird thing is for a kid's game, I feel like it's not very hand-holdy. Which is kind of to its detriment. Like, I felt like I needed, like, before I even opened anything up, I felt like I needed a glossary in order to know what the different kinds of things you can buy are. Okay. And then when I started the game, it's it's a little bit directionless. It starts you off in this hub world where it's like, here's all these things you can do, but we don't really explain necessarily what they are until you go and try them. So it's, it's interesting. But I think the main... Meat and potatoes of what I want to play in the game are both the toy box, or not the toy box, the play sets, and something called the toy box takeover. So the play sets are things that come with figures. They'll come in like a set, you'll get two figures with it, and it's this little clear item that you also set on like the, the portal. Okay. And that is a set of missions that is particular to those characters. Right on. So there's one that came with Luke and Leia. And that is a little clear Death Star. You set it on there. And you do stuff that's themed around the original Star Wars. They give you different missions. There's like a land speeder race. And there's like helping throw a bunch of droids out of the cantina. Or assembling the cantina band by finding all the members and carrying them back. <laughs> all kinds of little things like Sounds that. Sounds cool. It was fun. And um, the other thing... And there's another Star Wars one for, for Infinity 3.0. And I think there's also an Inside Out one. So... Don't have the Inside Out one. Do have the other Star Wars one that's themed around, like, Clone Wars. 
So I'll get to cool. that at some point. Cool. The other thing that you can do, it was a pre-order bonus for this game, and I didn't pre-order, so I didn't get it for free, but you can pay $20 to get it. It's called the Toy Box Takeover. And Syndrome from The Incredibles basically comes in and steals Mickey's magic wand and completely messes up the world. Son of a so bitch. That might you, be worth $20. I, I bought it. So I like basically what it is... By function is a dungeon crawler. It is nice. It's Diablo, mm-hmm. but but with the, Disney characters. The cool thing and is Star Wars characters. The cool thing is that uh, yeah. unlike the play sets where you can only play as the characters in that, that property universe, right? The you, toy box takeover you can play as anybody. That's awesome. So uh, I was I was running around as Sam Flynn, Flynn and uh, Nicole was running around as Elsa from Frozen. <laughs> right on. And we were just. Fucking shit up. And she's it was, freezing shit. You're hitting it with the disc, yep. you know? Like yeah. Is it's, she it's, enjoying it, too? Yeah, she's she's having fun. She's not really... She hasn't played many games outside of the N64. Right. So the <laughs> idea of playing with the Do camera... Do a barrel roll. Yeah. The idea of playing with the camera, because, like, I, it's funny. We were talking about it. She's like, man, I really wish that I didn't have to control the camera. And then I was like, I remember playing games in 1999 and being like, God, I wish I could control the camera. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. With oh, N64, yeah. I was kind of mad that I had to control the camera. Like with yeah, those games. Well, yeah, because that was like, one gosh, of the first. I wish like, I had that maybe was, an extra analog stick to control the camera. That was the, the transition camera. era. That was when I, well, you had to learn to, to control the camera with buttons. Yeah. yeah. And going back to that now is just it's, unconscionable. Yeah, <laughs> but... No, I think she's having a good time. It's just taking a little bit of time to push her into current gen. Right. Um, yeah. Skipping over like three generations. Yeah, it's like it's like when I had Megan playing Call of Duty. Yeah. And like she's her camera's just facing the ground, but she's running forward. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's one of those things where like dual stick control of camera. It, it took a while for even me to get used to it when right, I started yeah, when, playing like PS1 and PS2 games. Yeah, when, when it came out, it was it was it was hard. Yeah, so um, that was the, like the transition from doing mouse and keyboard like first person yeah, shooters, was, and then being able to pick up like a controller and then have the same functionality with yeah. two joysticks. Like that transition was very difficult. The game that well, got me, the game that that changed me on it was uh, was Team Fortress Two. Yeah, like I got because I loved playing Team Fortress, and I was like, well, I got Orange Box, might as well play it, and like played the hell out of Team Fortress Two, and actually got really good. At controlling those two, so yeah, it, I'm, it's it, it was really good that things got away from being like, okay, here's four face buttons, press these to move your perspective around. Like, yep. That's disgusting. Yeah. So anyway, it's been fun, and I think the toy box takeover is totally worth it. Cool. There was some iffiness on whether or not it should be available because it was only like it. I don't think you were supposed to be able to buy it at launch. It was, they were supposed to hold on to it for a little while, yeah. but I got it at Best Buy and I got it for sixteen bucks instead can of you, twenty. You can only play two people at a time. Yeah, oh, that's a bummer because it'd be sweet to get four of us on there and do like a Twitch stream. That'd be awesome. Uh, that would be awesome. So the game is Disney Infinity on its own is is sixty. The the pet. So when you buy the game, they don't sell disc only copies of the game. Okay. You need to go, and you can either do digital if you already own the little portal. Okay. But then you have to go and buy figures. Right. Um, I think the base thing is 65, and it comes with Anakin and uh, this other chick from the uh, from the Clone Wars. Okay. That's uh, the place that, or you, you can get the Inside Out playset one from Amazon. I think it's an exclusive. Okay. I don't I was just, would you say there's, I mean... Are you getting enough game with the like the 
just on its on its own buying the package or is it I something where I think it's all there. I don't I don't think I've touched enough of it yet to cuz I I haven't like created any toy boxes which is the real like sandbox you can take light cycles from Tron and take the Candy World yes. from Wreck-It Ralph and put everything all together. I haven't done That's much cool. of that okay. yet. So I was, I, yeah, I'm just I guess I'm just wondering is is there enough is there like a full game's worth of content for sixty bucks? Or are you going to have to end up shelling out like hundred to two hundred bucks on extra figures to actually make it worth what we would consider a full game would be worth? I think it's there. If if you were like, hey, I love these two Clone Wars characters, you'd be like, okay, I'm satisfied with the amount of money I'm spending on this. The okay. problem is that I don't necessarily care about Clone Wars. I'd rather have Tron. There's not any Tron play sets, but. In order to do the things you can play with the Tron people in, you, it's a little bit more aimless. There's the, t- okay. the toy, it's mostly toy box unless you're doing the the, the toy box takeover thing, right? Which okay. is separate. So uh, it's iffy, and it's still kind of uh, as I play more of it, we'll see. I think somebody like you who loves Little Big Planet and creating Minecraft, that okay. kind of thing, you might have fun with it. But it might it, it does feel like it's made for people that are twenty years older than we or twenty years younger than we are. So it's <laughs> older. Or maybe both. I don't know. Who knows? Does it okay. come with a walker? steamboat Willie? <laughs> Anything else? Uh, I think that's all I've been playing. I forgot I did play something else too. <sighs> Metal Gear Solid Five. Oh, it, oh, it was oh, just no. a, it was just a demo. But it was it was cool. I played the demo for Forza Six. Right on. And yeah, I'm excited to actually pick. How it was up the driving? Tuesday. It's awesome. <laughs> what about the stuff that isn't driving? Yeah, all the, all the on foot. How action. are the menus? The rain, very nice, very pretty. <laughs> the rain effects are. I hear really Jeremy good. Clarkson isn't in this one. I did see the rain effects. He's correct. The, the rain effects rain. are pretty wicked. Good rain. Forza yeah. got good yeah, rain. Good rain. Good. When we make our recap of games with good rain from 2015, <laughs> Forza will probably be up there. Okay. It's not purple rain, but it is good rain. <sighs> purple rain still best rain. Yeah, it's yeah. true. I read. Oh yeah, okay. I don't, I, I don't I mean, want to get uh, into s- stories about Prince, but I watched like a 30-minute <laughs> video about. If Prince you the want other to day. talk stories about Prince, we can sit down with Willie and can do we, a bonus episode. <laughs> can we? Can we make that a bonus podcast, like an yeah, actual the separate Prince, the Prince podcast, the stories about podcast, like no, the uh, stories about like Prince, the, like the when Earwolf podcast. The, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the we ear- have to sit in an atrium. <laughs> there's, there's a podcast on Earwolf called "You Talking You Two to Me." Yeah, and it's Adam Scott and this guy Scott Ackerman just. Talking about you two. Oh yeah, <laughs> Scott Ackerman's awesome. Yeah, they're they're Super both funny. fantastic. So, anyway, Gojo. Hey, oh yeah. Um, okay, so I have to go back like two weeks <laughs> to find a, myself playing a different game. Um, so I've been playing a lot of Rocket League. I don't know how much you guys have talked about that. I, yeah, we need to play with you. Yeah, because it's, we, we, we like it. We're, we're Let's horrible. play it together. <laughs> oh, good, awful, but good. I, I want to play. Carry you. I I did beat an AI team. Uh, it was on rookie, but still, I'm proud of it. I beat him 21 to nothing. <laughs> um, it was. It, I, it got to a point where I felt bad, but that was like 30 seconds into the match. No, I was like, maybe I shouldn't run up the score. But then I'm like, I've got four minutes and 30 seconds left. I may as well just go for a record. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. It's good to know there's no mercy rule. And, uh, nope. Not against League. Gojo Supreme. No. <laughs> um, that's that's an amazing. It's 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 such a great game. I mean, oh, my God. I'm so just, happy it was free, but I would have paid holy for shit. it. Yeah. I, yeah it was, I, it'd be totally worth 20 bucks. I more. might not have gone out, gone out of my way for it to buy it, but. 
I, I think that's, yeah. I think I that's have, the thing. I would have enjoyed it if I did. So It's just they, they got in on the PlayStation Plus situation, and it was great for them because now they have this great base of players who are all like, oh, I might as well just buy the DLC because I didn't buy the game, but right. I love it so much. And then you've so got much. them telling all their friends who didn't pick it up for free, you need like to buy this game. Yep. Like, yeah. everyone I run into has a PlayStation who doesn't have it, I'm like, spend the $20. They still yeah. sold over a million copies, I'm pretty sure, That's too. That's awesome. Is that, is that just the sold ones? Not I mean, I, the... don't quote me on this. I thought they, I read somewhere. Still, that I, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Sony yeah, does pay them money. Like, the right. whole reason that you have to go on and, like, add to library for these games is because Sony keeps track of how many people download it and then they get some kind of like subsidized price that goes to the yeah. gotcha to the people yeah. so they made money off of it but, but yeah, it's just i it's amazing how for what a silly wacky concept it's amazing how just everything is fluid everything controls just just perfectly so that yeah. you don't really feel at any point like you're driving a car it's just you know and it doesn't feel clunky and everything flows it's really cool but it also doesn't feel like you're playing soccer necessarily. No, no you've achieved a higher plane of existence or controlling a oh, real rc someone's car. in trouble okay um and then so that i don't yeah i don't want to spend too much time in rocket league because i don't know what you guys have said about it but um just we love it That's okay mm-hmm. good that yeah i love it um and then also in the sports realm, there is a game on Steam called Super Mega Baseball Extra Innings. There's a colon in between baseball <laughs> and extra. Um, if you like, so if it's you like, not like Mission Impossible. It's not Super it's Mega not colon super Baseball Mega Baseball Extra Innings. No, it's Super Mega Baseball okay. Extra Innings. Good to know. Um, if you if you like baseball but you don't want to get into like the um, the the heavier like MLB the show, yeah. uh, you don't. This you just like want to. This is the RBI baseball of the generation. This is this is just shy of the uh, the NBA Jam of okay. baseball. Oh, nice. um, okay. It's it's not it's not cartoony. I mean, it's the artistically it's cartoony. The the action is kind of cartoony, but it it plays like a pretty authentic. It's baseball not the game. Rocket League of soccer. No, <laughs> no. Oh, Rocket oh, League baseball. We need Rocket baseball now. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know how that would work. You you like it's open the car, car door to it's knock a the car baseball with a bat oh, sticking out of the side of it, <laughs> or you have to open just, the door really hard to knock it to hit the baseball. Like, there's like a runway up to the 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 plate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> it's a great idea. But yeah, it's 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 a nice fusion of like of like an arcadey style baseball game, but still, it still hits all the notes that you would want from like a, a legit baseball simulator kind of thing. Right now, uh, it's it's a perfect happy medium and i like baseball not enough to you know be a baseball fan but um because baseball's boring um <laughs> but uh yeah it's fun um cool. uh i played a little witcher not enough to really comment on it um which one three. Oh, i wasn't sure you had that yet oh yeah I did. witcher yeah. one witcher one did uh, you play uh, oh! Um, <laughs> and that's gonna be so loud. <laughs> I'm gonna compress the shit out of that. Oh, and payday. I'm playing, playing some payday too. Sweet. Uh, but that's it. Like, you know it's, what? It's I, don't, like, I don't want to pick that yeah, up. I want to get that on PS4. Yeah, it's 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 awesome. Yeah, I don't know if you have it, it on Steam, but yeah, we do. I, have yeah, it we have it on Steam. Steam. Oh, so. I have it on Steam too. Let's. Just, I just, just, I just want all the Steam. DLC. Let's go rob some banks, bro. Let's go rob some jewelry stores, bro. Oh man. Yeah, and all three of you just talked at the same bro. time for like a minute straight. <laughs> <laughs> Great podcasting, man. That's it. Cool. Uh, I've been playing more Mad Max. Yeah. 
And I, I fucking love this game. It's so cool. I posted some. I, I finally linked the Twitter account for the podcast to uh, my PlayStation and put up some little screenshots. The camera editing mode is the coolest thing ever. Love playing with that. I just read today that there's a first person mode when you're driving. I had no idea. That might be kind of cool. I need yeah, to try that out still. Um, the one thing that I noticed was um, I was getting super annoyed with all the car sounds. Because you're driving so much, and it's just like there's no music when nothing's going on. When you're just cruising, it, you're just cruising. There's no music, nothing. And the, and I and I realize that you know games like other driving games and games like Grand Theft Auto have music just ripping through the speakers while you're driving to probably cover up that drone. Mad Max doesn't do that. So like here I am sitting there. I'm like, well shit, what am I gonna do? Pop on Spotify. Put on, put on Rob Zombie and just, <laughs> and just cruise through Mad Max's world listening to fucking Dragula. That's awesome. So I highly recommend that. And uh, I've also obviously like Destiny 2.0 hit last week. Um, and I think everybody, if you haven't done so yet, load up Google Chrome and add the extension called Destiny Item Manager. What it does is it's basically replacing the use of the mobile app as a vault exchange. It has a really nice interface that you can swap between all three of your characters without having to load them up individually, which is sweet. Uh, you can create loadouts for different scenarios and uh, missions and whatnot. And it's, it's cool. And, and it was really easy to use, really easy to set up. It uses all of Bungie's APIs, so it doesn't uh, mess with any security issues. Um, so ch- definitely check that out, too. So, a uh, quick PSA. Yeah. One of the free um, PS Plus games this month is Super Time Force Ultra. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, that game is insane. I haven't played that much of it myself yet, but it's the game is. Oh god! I just I just saw crazy. a friend of podcast Rick play it, um, and yeah, it, yeah it, it looks a little too much for me. I don't yeah, know. yeah. Uh, I played. It was free on. Uh, it wasn't the ultra version, but it was yeah. free on Xbox Live like a few months back, maybe longer. And I tried. I played like the tutorial segment, and I was like, mm-hmm. "This is too much for me." It seems really cool, but it's just too much for my head. Yeah, to like wrap it, it around. boils down to like you go in and fight people, and then you die, and then you come like you come back on another level on a, like this on another life, and the old you is still doing all of the things that you did. So then, this next you needs to fill in and start like you know. I, it's so hard to explain. Yeah. But it's yeah, yeah, so check it out. It's free. There's also Grow Home for PS4, which was the winner of the poll for yeah, I don't PS care Plus. For that. That, wasn't, that wasn't the one I voted for, so fuck off. Did you vote for the, the anthro- anthropomorphic animals one? Yes. Yes, same here. <laughs> I didn't uh, vote for anything. And then Twisted Metal is free on PS3. Also Tesla Grand on PS3. And then PS Vita has La Mulana and Zeo Drifter. So. <gasps> I don't know cool. what Zeo Drifter is. I kind of oh. wish they had a Twisted Metal game for PS4. I forgot about the other game that I've been playing, and God it was on it. Vita, and I I bought Wild Arms because it was nice. only it was like eighty cents. Yeah, and that, <laughs> that is like one of the first like JRPGs that came out on the original PS1, and mm-hmm. I love that game. So, yeah, I just remember I remember watching you and Andy play that game, and I started up a save file once and tried to. Unite the three people, but I just didn't play the game far enough to the point where all three of the the people come together. Right. So I was just sitting there like they're all saved at the same spot. Why why aren't they together? <laughs> so you climbed out of your crib to go play. Yeah, pretty much. He was pretty like much. five or six. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. Anyways, anyway. couple news hits real quick. We'll bust through these because I know you guys have a lot to uh, talk about about Metal Gear. Super Mario Brothers turned 30 today. Pretty cool. 
and PlayStation turned 20 earlier in the week, Yay. which is awesome. So happy birthday to those those two awesome Yay. items and franchises. I know that the uh, the both of them are play. They played a very pivotal role in me becoming a gamer. I don't know about you guys, but uh, uh, I'm just gonna jump in because I'm rude. Um, <laughs> you know, I yeah, I played a lot of. Well, mostly I watched my mom play Super Mario Brothers oh, when yeah. I was a kid. Uh, I honestly have not ever played a Super Mario Brothers game that I've really liked. <laughs> I mean, I totally respect the influence and all that. You know, it's, they're like the Beatles. It's like, I don't like them, but I respect their what they've done. I, th- um, I think Super Mario Brothers 3 was probably my favorite. And I think that's, same, like, yeah, that's same, probably yeah, everyone. But yeah, it was, yeah, and... Yeah, it was it was it was a great game, but I was never very good at it. I think that was a big thing. Uh, and same with uh, like Super Mario sixty four. Uh, I mean, I played that. I played it after I played similar games like Banjo Kazooie and right. Donkey Kong. So everything that game did before those games, I had I was already familiar. I was Sweet. already familiar with. So it it didn't have the same effect on me. And even then, the graphics were kind of yeah. Right. Um, so fuck you, Mario. Yeah, fuck Mario. <laughs> fuck middle fingers. Take um, your 30 years and stuff it. <laughs> Mushroom. Well, I, I really liked Mario back in the day. Hell yeah. So yeah. Like to the point to where I well, would, you were like 35 when Super when Nintendo was a new thing. <laughs> I remember playing Super Mario World. Like I would go to, I don't even. Nobody knows what a service merchandise is. I don't yeah, think. Yeah, I know. Okay. That is. Oh yeah, man. Dude, I bought my well, first stereo. I, I would love going there with my right parents. Next to the Montgomery Ward. It was actually yeah. a few stores down from it. No joke. With Funko Land around the corner. Yes. Yeah, in Media Play. There were yes. Oh, I still. And there have was a Harmony Play House in the same block story. of really? stores. Yeah, there's still a Media Play, not no too far from my house. Way. But sorry, I was just thinking about. I thought they like, went out of business. Calling like dialing the phone number to like check the the on your gift card for like all 40 of your gift cards at media play yeah <laughs> anyways i, yeah, I Mario, was sorry. excited to go to that <laughs> shitty store with my parents just because they had a demo machine that had super mario. mario world yeah. on it and you could cool. play for like as yeah. long as you wanted until people started like looking at you weird and well because nobody played games back then it was just or nobody admitted to it anyway <laughs> yeah yeah it's it was, still a very niche yeah. thing. Yeah, but I mean, before that, my big experience with Mario was Super Mario Three. I would play that like all the time yep. at my friend's house. Classic. I was. It's cool that Mario Maker, which is such a retrospective-looking kind of game, came out just a couple of days ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I hope it sells really well. It sounds like it's the thing that should have launched with the Wii U. Yeah, a lot of people are saying that it makes sense that you got the tablet thing, which nobody was really clear on beforehand, and now it has a use. Yeah, so <laughs> and the online integration is apparently pretty good too. So I don't know. I hope it's good. I haven't checked it out yet. I might. Apparently, later you can style your Mario levels in like a style, like any style, like Mario One. Three, I think, world and like the New. newer ones, and the and the, the the mechanics of the game change depending oh, on the yeah, yeah. That's yeah. cool. Can so you play as cool. Waluigi? I don't know. Mm. I think you can actually play as like Samus and other people using Amiibo. You can you can summon them in the game and play as them. I but think you might be able to play as Mega Man in that's Mario. Cool. But can you play as Waluigi? I don't know. <laughs> Probably no, no. 
Are you sure that's a feature? That sounds too good. I'm to be fairly true. certain. <laughs> fairly certain. It might. You'll, you'll actually plug in your in, test it. Infinity 3.0 and play as Flynn. Yeah, as well. I can. I can take Sam Flynn and summon him as a as take a amiibo. light cycle through yep. Mario levels. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let me let me let me move through these other guys oh, real God. quick. Uh, the new Apple TV was announced. It appears they're looking to get into gaming. Do you guys think Apple should keep their nose out of the realm of living room gaming? I don't. I don't really know how I feel about them doing that. I'm, I'm cool with the mobile thing, but. I, I think they should give me an update to my current Apple TV that makes it useful whatsoever. But that's just <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the more the merrier. Okay, having competition's a good thing. Having another part like I, it would have been awesome if they came out and went like, "Here, this is the controller. This is our console." Like what? I remember people being like, "Oh my God, Microsoft is getting into the game." And then even before that, it was like, "Oh my God, Sony, Sony's getting into the game." I would like to see that happen one more time before we don't have consoles anymore. But okay, even if like Sega's like, "Hey, we're back <laughs> from the dead." Atari, what? Sonic Boom <laughs> Three is exclusive on our new Sega machine. Dream Assist. <laughs> Dream Assist CD. <laughs> CD 1024X <laughs> Dreamus's CD cast. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm, I'm going to zip through these. I, <laughs> anyway, you didn't go, work go the to, Saturn into there. No, I didn't. I don't know how to work Saturn into there. <laughs> Saturn was horrible. The only good game was was the, the, uh, the Castlevania one. The Sega Master Dreamus's CD. Thirty-two X CERN. <laughs> it would be sixty-four by now. Everything is sixty-four bit. Well, all right. I mean, yeah. Except it might be one twenty-eight bit. Anyway, cool. as long as there's blast processing. Anyway, The Witcher Three: Wild Hunt's first expansion, Hearts of Stone, was given a release date of October thirteenth. It promises ten hours of new gameplay and costs ten bucks for those who own PlayStation Four, Xbox, and PC copies. I'm sure Brian's going to pick that up. I don't know if I will. No, I, I'm I need not going to pick that no? up because I'm nowhere near finishing the yeah, game. I still need to play more of it. There's an entire area I haven't even touched yet this that's apparently more interesting than the area I'm in, but there's still like a hundred something side quests and shit in the area Damn. that I'm in. And, the, and I'm not bored with that area. But yeah, that's, that's Matt told me like he... Like the the other area, like Skellig Islands or whatever, I haven't yeah. even been to is way cooler than. We'll have to have Matt on to talk about it then, because I'm sure he'll pick it up. This nope. is he this might. Is... He's still not finished with the game either. <laughs> this is yeah. paid DLC. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, They've already it's... released all of their ex- like DLC that they said they would, like the 13 or 16 or so. Okay. Yeah. So that's done now. Okay. The last bit of DLC they announced. Was the player plus mode, I believe, which is where you restart the game at a higher new game level. Plus. New game plus. Yeah, okay. new game plus or whatever. Yeah, a lot of games do that nowadays. Oh. Okay. Uh, so there's that. Pokemon Go was announced. Super pumped on that. I had that fucking idea like six years ago. Yeah. Like with the first iPhone, that I had that idea. I invented Pirate Legos. We should say Pokemon <laughs> Pokemon Go is the augmented reality Pokemon game coming to Android and iOS. It's going to be awesome. By Nintendo. You can fight Mewtwo in New York, apparently, according to the trailer. Oh, my God. Does he, like, rip up Times Square and throw it at you? I don't even know, man. Because that's what Mewtwo would do. He doesn't fuck around. He doesn't give a shit. I feel like... Was it? You thought Honey Badgers didn't give a shit? Mewtwo <laughs> don't give a shit. Mewtwo <laughs> takes them. Yeah, fuck them. Takes them and stores them in a shit bank. I, oh. I'm worried that I'm worried that it's just going to be another half baked idea. What? Yeah. 
But no, no, Alex. In, the, it's it's from Nintendo. Niantic Labs, the company behind Ingress, Ingress and yeah. for Android phones, which Ingress has been highly successful. I don't, apparently. I don't like, doubt them. I doubt Nintendo. It's what? not even Nintendo. Like they're, it's Pokemon is its own entity now. Like Nintendo still owns it parentally, yeah. but. I I think it'll it'll be pretty rad. It's gonna sell I just, like I just know. Oh, the, I'm gonna play the, the shit out of it. I know the um, the amount of effort that it goes into to allow cool things to happen in a company doesn't often make its way through a Japanese company. Right. So how do uh, we turn this into a pachinko machine? <laughs> <laughs> That's question number one at yes. Konami HQ. <laughs> yes. Konami's like, hey. Can we make a new Silent Hill Pachinko machine? <laughs> Directed no? by Hideo Kojima. Game canceled. Don't put <laughs> Norman. Put throw it away. Put the co- other Boondock Saint on it. <laughs> Company's cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Kojima left. They were probably like, you know what? We know you're like 10 years into development on Metal Gear, but what if you made it a Pachinko machine? Now hear us out. <laughs> Metal Gear Pachinko Solid. Pachinko. I'm sure it exists. Pachinko Mantis. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, started reading an article today, actually, that said that Metal Gear Solid was supposed to be even longer, but I don't know oh, if yeah. it's true. Um, there's, I mean, the pop-up ads made me stop uh, this reading that isn't website. Necessarily spoilery, but there's like a, a a fairly significant thread of the story that just is dangling at the end of it's less of a thread uh, more of like half of the blanket that got chewed off by your dog it's just hanging out there and they don't even they don't touch it damn yeah so and i've, I've heard there's footage on like the uh I, maybe the collector's edition blu-ray or something that footage that is from that part that got cut well the and, explicit sour, uh, shower scenes are no no that's actually in game that made it yeah. <laughs> okay, before we jump into Metal Gear, I just want to say... Oh, okay. Because we can do that after this one bit. Okay. I just want to say that the, the highly anticipated Destiny expansion, The Taken King, comes out on Tuesday. I'm hoping this podcast will be up before that. I want to post it later tonight. So I'm super pumped for this, and I just want everyone to know it. I'm going back on my promise to play it, because I realize that <gasps> I feel like you guys are probably either going to be over it or playing content way ahead of it by the time that I'll be I'll like want to play it. And Alex, you that never happens out. to you. Alex, that never happens to no, you. No, <laughs> it, happens, it happens like every time. <laughs> so anyway, I'm not going to buy the Taken King. Fine. Oh. Whatever. We know enough people that have it. Mm, I fine. thought you were saying you are going to buy it and no, you weren't going to wait until next summer. No, I'm just not going <sighs> to play it at all. Whatever. Anyways, moving along. Metal Gear. Who wants to start? What did you think about the game, Brian? This is my first Metal Gear Solid game. Tell me about it. Not counting Ground Zeroes, which is basically just a demo. Right. But, uh, yeah, from what I've heard, it's a lot different than a typical Metal Gear Solid Mm -hmm. game. But, I mean, it's a lot different than a typical game that I have played any time recently. It's just... I mean, I've played a lot of stealth games, but this is like a whole different level of stealth game and and sandbox game for that matter. There's actually some persistence to it that I didn't realize before, too. Like you can go through one area like during a mission and destroy a watchtower. And the next time you go through there, it's not there anymore. So the guards are positioned in a different place. Hmm. And like if you do your missions too much, like after dark all the uh, soldiers will start carrying flashlights. And night, good night yeah. vision goggles. Yeah. And if you cool. take if you take too many headshots, like your percentage is too high, they all have helmets. Yep. But it's it's really 
crazy. But once you establish a combat team and you hire a bunch of mercenaries, yeah, as you can destroy teams, their supply. You can destroy their helmet exactly. supply or their flashlight <laughs> supply or the night vision goggle supply <laughs> to to bring it back down to like yeah. I, I'm That's greedy though, rad. and I always send them out to do things that get me money for my mother base, rather yeah. than have them do that. Yeah, well, I can really, deal with helmets. The really beautiful yeah, thing, the beautiful thing about that is that that's like an idea that was born in Metal Gear Solid Three, where you could oh, go yeah. and blow up the ration hut. Oh my god! And people would be the, the soldiers would be, be hungry. And you'd be able to hear their stomachs rumbling, or their aim wouldn't be as good. And, and like, you can feed them poison dart. You'll throw poison dart frogs on the ground. They'll be like, hey, it's food, and then they'll eat it and die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Yeah. I, well, this level of awesomeness in a stealth game is not something I'm used to. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really enjoying that. Welcome to Metal Gear, bro. Yeah. The story is what scared me off of trying it in the first place until it was at my house for my birthday. So I had no excuse to get it or to not get into it at that point. But um, it's it has not been that hard to follow. Like I think they made it. Well, but this oh. I feel like this game is they 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 know that people are concerned about how insane the stories are in Metal Gear games. So they're kind of like we're going to meter it out to you, and unless you want to sit here and listen to all these tapes, you don't have to. So yeah, there are a lot of bother. tapes, and I haven't listened to a lot of them. But I <laughs> like I'll sit down and I'll be in the helicopter like planning stuff out and I'll just put on the tapes and listen to them as I'm going and doing things and it fills in a lot of little things here and there about the story. So, Speaking of the tapes, <laughs> I really like the whole Walkman thing. It's it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, like I definitely go out of my way to try to get some of those songs when I hear them oh, in the, yeah. <laughs> playing in the background, but there's several I've left behind just because of the way the checkpoints work. Oh, I get a yeah. reload and I'll forget that I didn't grab it and then I, ne- I never end up getting that song. It makes me so mad. <laughs> but um, I, uh, do, do you, I'm really hoping, like I haven't gotten to Africa yet, but if they don't have Toto's Africa in uh, Africa, I'm going to be was, really mad. I was hoping that Because that's a happen, huge missed opportunity. Uh, go joke, <laughs> Dude, go joke. You, oh, God. So the best part about the, the cassettes, I don't know if you've, you've figured this out yet but you can you can develop speakers for your helicopter yeah. to play them as your entrance no, no, music no, no 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 it gets better than that so okay. do you have you seen the the tapes that give you like a 6 second clip the one that's Oh like, god yeah the man yeah. who's pooping yeah. what no so and you can develop a speaker for your iDroid and then when you go in a toilet, oh. you can play that sound, no and way. the guard will just walk right past it if you if they think that you're in there. Like it, it, <laughs> it plays, it it makes it so that there's less of a chance of them opening up and finding out. Or you can also oh, get yeah. something of like like uh, like uh, you can get a tape of guards shouting, "Hey, it's all clear!" Or you know something in Russian or Afrikaans. <laughs> uh, just yeah, guards giving the all clear. If you play that, all the guards will be like, "Okay, we're all clear." No, uh, they'll call it, it, the alert. Cool. It cancels yeah. the alert completely, which is it's mind blowing. That like, I, yeah. I don't know. It's oh. it's just the whole game is just filled with little shit like the that. versatility it's of the game is insane, the, yeah. and the attention to detail, all of the little things they plug in there is just it's mind blowing. It has more detail than like every major release this year. So, are you combined. finding that these little details and things that you're talking about now, like, is this stuff that you just have to figure out? Like, it's it's some one of, those, of it. Is it the sort of instance where you're like, hmm, I wonder if I can do this, and then you go and you try it and holy shit that fucking worked like well somewhere in like the endless amount of tooltips i think there is 
they tip for literally everything you can do in the game. But okay. Your chances of actually seeing it are pretty next to nothing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but the, there's so many of them. Whereas in other Metal Gear games, where sometimes I feel just like, oh god, they've seen me. I'm a complete failure. Like this game does such a good job of not making you feel like you're screwed if you're found out. Because you have so because many options. While it's harder for you to find people and and to to mark people and to make sure that everything's around because you don't necessarily have a soliton radar it's also harder for them to keep track of you Interesting. like the, the realism of uh, the the uptake of all the realism in the game has kind of made this weird balance where i was like scared earlier on i was like god i'm just terrible at metal gear games now i can't i don't have my radar what am i gonna do what do you mean what's so special about this radar can you the radar was, it's it's just the upper like in the upper right hand corner of the game you'll have a little radar that shows you where the guards are and, oh, their, okay. view, and their view like cones. like in metal one gear of the one newer one hitman one and games two. basically where yeah when you mark just, shit you can actually see it yeah, on it's a like mini-map. a mini map like okay. every guard, everything, every so you can you're basically playing the game, watching that as yeah. your little yeah. No, I um, that's that, probably I why they like got rid of it. Is so games. you weren't yeah. playing the game, watching that they wanted you to focus on being in the game. I like I like it the way it is. Well, the, the I mean, way, I, I guess I had no experience well. with that. So <laughs> well, the weird thing is, I feel like Metal Gear Three, Metal Gear Solid Three and Four didn't break me from that as much as Kojima wanted it to yeah. wanted us to. So I don't know, but well, it was. There are so many more options for for figuring out where guys are now uh, in five, and it's yeah. partly because it's so open. It's it's so much easier to plan a strategy around any particular guard post. Yeah. Um, so yeah, even if you get caught, there's uh, there's a reflex mode you can shoot them down. It's just like a, a slow motion mode where right yeah just yeah. time. So basically. if if that fails, like if you I don't know if you shoot the guy in the chest with a smoke grenade launcher, which I've done, <laughs> or if you happen to have the wrong weapon out, yeah, half if, the time oh, I I, I, sh- I th- shoot like a sleeping dart in someone's forehead, and I mean to actually kill them. Yeah. Oh, I yeah I took my silencer off so I could shoot this goat in the road. Oh, whoops. <laughs> oh, don't now shoot everybody a goat? knows where I am. I, I did. So <sighs> I also ran him over with my jeep. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so even if you do get discovered, it's so open. You can if you just kind of sprint around a hill and roll around in the grass, they they won't be able to find you. So it's the openness really helps the stealth too because it helps you survive. Yeah, because they have uh, that like last particular point encounters. that they see yeah. you. Think yeah. I don't remember what they call that. Last known position or something. Yeah, last like known position. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Although I think it's called something a little more Japanese. I think it's called like last final location or something. Final like last standing of the place. <laughs> uh, yeah. Location in which you were last seen. But, you know. So what do you guys, how do you guys feel about the graphics in comparison to previous oh, games? Barf. It's so good. It's beautiful. <laughs> so good. Yeah. It's beautiful. I mean, there are games that look better. Yeah. Um, but it's a, uh, in terms yeah. of the scope of everything you see and do. And I mean, it's, like for instance, if you were to take like just let's say Skyrim, it the graphics may not be the best, but because of just because of the, kind of like the art direction, right? It still looks incredibly beautiful, right? Uh, the problem with Metal Gear is that the places it takes place are kind of shitty places, yeah. uh, <laughs> shitty war torn <laughs> places. They are very um, so drab it, it, for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely kind of drab, drab but. Um, but it's still, I mean, it's still the scoping is, is right. really Right, I mean, cool you're not looking at, like, epic high-rises and things like that. You're looking, right. You're, you're desert, looking at, yeah, desert deserts and, and, yeah, kind of marshy shit. Treeless. And, um, like, mountains, yeah. 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 But they're, it's, so they're just not 
very exciting places to begin with. But yeah, like, I can understand why everyone in Afghanistan is pissed off because it, it <laughs> a, looks a terrible place B, to live. They're in the desert. Well, the, <laughs> the other thing I want to say about the world that's kind of created is that after playing something like Destiny for so many hours, coming to this world that feels infinitely more interactive, like. Oh, if yeah. I step on it, like, there were so many times when I first started playing this game, I would just run blindly into a building to get away from somebody, and I would hit a pot, and it would crack and break. Yeah. And I'm like, yep. fuck, I just screwed myself over. Or you over. open the door too quick. Yeah, or you like, open the door too Yeah. <laughs> right. So, in terms Bam. of something like Destiny, where you're running around the world, and it's like, oh, that thing is glowing, I can just walk up and pick it, and then that's it, or there's chests. To be in a world where it's like, oh, this is a, like, you know, the first, in Metal Gear Solid 2, you could, like, shoot ice cubes in, like, the cocktail yeah. bar that oh was in God. the tanker. Right. And like, watch them melt. Seeing yeah. that extrapolate into this world is awesome, especially when, when it feels like there are some games out there that don't necessarily put that much detail and interaction into the world. Like, it really feels like I am playing in this world rather than just like a yeah i only had one like immersion breaking scenario really and it was it was like a huge lot down but i mean i can forgive it because most of the game's pretty awesome but i had this one instance where i went into i don't remember the name of the camp because they're all weird afghanistan names (laughs) afghan afghani yeah Yeah. anyways um it's the one, it kind of looks like like there's a city kind of built in, or there's like a bunch of caves built into the cliffside. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And um, there's, there's a guard tower. There's a guard tower out there. And I, okay, first I drove my Jeep strapped to C4 off the side of the cliff. I jumped out <laughs> first. And then I blew it up. Nobody did anything. Like they somehow couldn't hear it. <laughs> and then I blew up the guard tower. By shooting the explosive barrel next to it, nobody else in the camp like heard it That's somehow or weird. saw it. That's really weird. And yeah. it was so close to everyone. But it wasn't close. Like I, I figured this out. Like the guards basically don't react whatsoever if something is not within like sixty meters or something in the dark. No matter what, apparently, even if something explodes, that's that's kind that's kind of counter to everything I've experienced. So that that is really weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I blow shit up all the time. They just, they're coming right after me. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've had other scenarios where people have spotted me and I'm like, what the hell? What? Like I'm yeah. in a dark corner here. Yeah. I had one like that. And then I realized the guy had, uh, he had a, a sniper rifle probably. and I was like, God, oh, oh yeah. It. Yeah. <laughs> you can see the little, uh, crosshair. Yeah. Like, I was like, I was like so far away and I was like inside a building and this dude just ran. It was so stupid. I was like, God damn. I was, yeah. I was trying to take down a, a helicopter with my, with my uh, 50 cal. And, uh, I was, I mean, I was, I was to his side. Like you he was facing this way. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's a 12.7 millimeter. So that's, that's uh, it's a 50 okay. cal. Um, <laughs> he was, he was facing perpendicular to me and I'm shoot, I shot the engine and it's just, and then reflex mode. I'm like, what the fuck? Come on. To I tried fair, to shoot in the grass. The, the 50 cal is so loud. <laughs> yeah, it's just everybody on the map can yeah. hear it. Just Basically, because I've played too much uh, Battlefield, I tried to shoot a pilot once, and yeah, that didn't work so well. <laughs> which is which is is weird that you can't. I mean, maybe you can do it with with an armor piercing. Well, I use the, the base rifle. sniper rifle, which is kind of... Yeah, you might... 
maybe an upgraded version yeah, could do it. I haven't you, tried. You probably but... need more stopping power or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Penetration. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you need more penetration. So I'm I'm seeing a lot of news outlets calling this the greatest stealth game of all time. How do you guys feel about that title? Uh, I I wouldn't. I don't know that I would shoehorn it in that category, but yeah, I mean, I I certainly wouldn't debate it. Um, because I mean, it's 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 more than a stealth game. Yeah, really. that's true. Um, I mean, it is. This is one of the greatest. I mean, it. I would say yes. It does stealth very well. Yeah, Yeah, the franchise is built on being a stealth series. Oh yeah, this is the least stealth game of all of them. Really easily. Well, it's Um, it's the. It afford it allows you to play the least stealthily of yeah. anything because you can still play completely undetected, get in, get out. As yeah, much you could as sneak you out. You could sneak through a camp, not touch anyone, or you could airdrop in a tank and blow the camp to hell. Yeah, I mean, you, it's and just, both you can literally options. play the game Based, however you want. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of that, though, I do feel like the grading scale is all over the fucking place. Yeah. Like, I I got an S one time, and I thought I did a terrible job. Being stealthy, mm-hmm. and, and it's. I think it's more. It's and that was like the highest think, score I've ever gotten. I think gotten. the biggest thing about that is that having a very short mission is it's weighted so heavily, really and balanced, and yeah, I didn't realize I, that. There's one time mission, is a big thing. There's one mission where where you have to eliminate a commander at the place that's in like the far east or southwest area of the map. I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, one of the optional missions is eliminate him from 100 meters away or greater. I so think I, I might have done that. So I pulled out my sniper rifle, shot him twice. No, wait, and I didn't just do that. hopped on D-Horse and jetted out of there, and I got an S. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> no, there's, there's one of the later ones. You have to... It's after you hit, like, level 30 or something. It starts unlocking harder versions of earlier missions. Yeah. Ah. Uh, there's one I had to do where it's the mission where you have to destroy the comms equipment. Hmm. Um, but it's the what's called subsistence mode, which is basically you start out with no weapons, no buddy. Procurement. Oh, yeah, no man. gear, no fire support. That sounds just fun, nothing. It's a really cool concept. It's, unfortunately, significantly harder guards <laughs> well, and stuff. Obviously. Like, like no, like full bulletproof troops. It's like it's, oh, it's a pain man. in the ass. But um, can you, you still can, choke out a bulletproof? Oh yeah, tro- oh okay. yeah. You could stab him in the throat. Um, but so what <laughs> I did no was bulletproof like no no bulletproof throat. throat. Uh, so you could complete the mission just Knife by proof. staying in the helicopter and using the Gatling gun to gun down all the targets. And you just I completed the mission without leaving the helicopter. Uh, got super <laughs> detected, um, but got an S from it because I did it in like a minute and a half. Huh. I I just have this image of a bulletproof guard wearing a goalie like one of those goalie things to protect their, <laughs> yeah. their neck from, from pucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but I I would not like this to me is one of the greatest open world games that I've ever. Oh, for sure. Period. Like it's it's. Well, you were saying that you think it's it's good that they actually took the franchise and made it open world. It seems to like to me. This feels like a game that Kojima's wanted to make since Metal Gear Solid. 3. Yeah, like it's it's really afforded people not only versatility in how they want to play, but also the ability to ignore the story, which they feel like is too far in the ground after five, five or six mainline games. Like it's, I think it makes the game so much more accessible for people that it right. just is huge like it's it it really this feels like the most metal gear that a game has ever felt to me this is i mean he well 
he wrote a, a forward in the strategy guide basically on what this game was to him. And he's like, this is the game I always intended Metal Gear to be. Just kind of open infiltration. Um, just, yeah, free infiltration. Not so much a stealth game because you don't have to be stealth to, to complete to, to complete a mission. Right. Um, to infiltrate somewhere. It just makes it a lot easier. Uh, but it's like everything, like the little, he went through every game he did and like every little bit that taught him how to make this game and um so like yeah everything he's done so far has led up to this and it shows because it's so meticulous in its details and um and yeah i mean as far as it being an open world game this is really the only game that could have been open world i mean snake eater could have been open world could have yeah this this feels like the game snake eater should have been but it wasn't technology hadn't come that far yet um but, uh, yeah, it's just, I think the m- most impressive part about it is just how, just how complete, how much is packed into this game as far as interactivity and, and detail. Uh, it's, yeah, it's incredible. Right on. Now, Brian, does, does playing this game make you want to go back and play the other ones? I don't know if I could because I feel like, yeah, I mean, kind of what Gojo is saying and every, like when Alex, like, I feel like this is the game that Metal Gear should have been anyways. So, so it's you like think hard going for me to back, go back is really going to... Like gameplay-wise, I feel right. like it would be hard to go back. Uh, well... I could handle the graphics. That's, I mean, I play a lot of old games. Let's see. Really, the only ones that... Uh, two and three don't age super well. I mean, they're, I mean, by no means are they, are they not playable anymore. But um, go, I, myself, going back to them, uh, it's, it's a little harder to play than, like, say, one, I mean, one is just drilled into me. I can play it without looking at the screen. Uh, four, is, <laughs> four is significantly more advanced than any other game in the series. But two and three are still kind of, they're in a weird spot um, where they're not as playable uh, anymore. Um, it's, I definitely say it's worth going back through the numbered entries. Um, even though five is, it spins directly from Peace Walker. It's actually, Peace Walker is kind of what Kojima was, it's, it's, it's almost like a prototype Phantom Pain. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, uh, Phantom Pain is the game. Peace Walker was clearly designed to be. And Portable um, Ops was kind of the proving grounds for yeah, Peace Walker. Which, which they totally ignored. Yeah. I mean, port- nobody even mentions Portable Ops I think Ops it's anymore, like, which is sad. I think it got decanonized, actually. Which, that that's rough. But that's the first game that, that, good. that had any of the Fulton. It was the first PSP game, and it had the Fulton recovery no, technology, well. <laughs> too. Okay, I didn't realize that was like a staple of Metal Gear Solid it's, games. Uh, I mean, it, it, if, if you played Metal In, Gear Solid 4... I'm pretty sure... Yeah. I don't Wait, think there's yeah. any Fulton in Metal no, Gear Solid The first 4. mention of Fulton is okay. in 3, and it's not as cartoonish, really. It's just... Um, it's, it's Big Boss got his ass kicked, and that's how he's getting out. You don't even see it. They just talk about it. Oh, um, okay. Actually, in Portable Ops, it was great. You had to take your you had to take your captives back to the truck you drove in on. Yeah, which was kind of a pain in the ass. Until the cool thing about Portable Ops was you could play them. You could play every level with four guys, and three of them would hide in cardboard boxes at various points in the in the level. <laughs> and you would just drag bodies to the cardboard boxes, and they would take them uh, while you were. Uh, there was no Fulton. Doing, and no, oh, no, really? Yeah, that was that was Peace Walker. Whoa. Yeah. So this right. game is basically it's basically Peace Walker too. But I was actually kind of shocked that the cardboard box was in the game because oh I was God. thinking like 
There's no way there's going to be a Carbo box. That's, that's <laughs> not modern whatsoever. Like, <laughs> a new Metal Gear Solid game wouldn't have a fucking Carbo box. No, this is, have, Kojima's, totally gone, does. Kojima's gone balls out with the cardboard box in this game. It's so much more you can do <laughs> yeah, with it. Yeah, with the you whole can, shipping between points. No, that's... that's, that's you could do that in Metal Gear Solid. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Um, See, I don't know. Only Metal Gear Solid, but you could do it... Well, that's no, you can do super it useful um, when you're on Mother Base, oh, by God, the way. yeah. Yeah. But you can pop out of it to shoot guys... Yeah. Um, you can change stances so that you're mm-hmm. standing up, and you can put a poster of, of an attractive woman yeah, on the front, the which, best. of course, distracts guards because <laughs> Japanese are the horniest culture around. Um, you, can, you can jump out of the box to yep. leave it as a distraction mm-hmm. to guards. You can, when you're standing up in the box, you can slide in it like it's a sled. You can knock out guards that way. You can't knock them out. You can knock them down. I knocked into a mother base. Secret use bro. that you may not have known about. Oh, you probably do, though. Uh, have you have you played you I know you have. Have you played any of the um uh old mother base like go and find these like the weird zombie soldiers? Oh yes. Yeah. yeah. What? Have you played any of those side ops? Rescue wandering mother base soldiers? Yeah. <laughs> oh wait. Yeah, like in the Afghan desert yeah. Afghani. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, desert no, full yeah. Of I've, I've done that. <laughs> the, the, the that blankets, that's really the weird. Dogs and the yeah. Blankets, yeah. <laughs> Can you use the box in some way? If you, if you walk up to them with the box, they'll run up and be like, is that you, big boss? <laughs> you, can, you can just see, you see them right out of the box and then just fulton them away. Oh, that's like, so You don't easy. have to chase them. You don't have to mark them. You, don't, you just have to walk up to them in the box and they'll be like, big boss? <laughs> the first yeah. time I, had, I did one, it was dark, and I managed to get right behind them and hit them in the head with the sleeping dart okay. and they went down yeah. and it was done. Now, then the next one I found, I was like, huh, I'll do the same thing. Didn't work out so well. I had to chase them around this big fucking rock for yep. like oh, 15 minutes they before I could finally Wait until they get tackle stealth. him. Wait until they get stealth camo. And, you, <laughs> and D-Dog can't find them. That was the worst part well, for me. I didn't have right D-Dog now. yet oh, at the point, God. at the time. We have so much more to talk about. Yeah. God, oh, we could go okay, on Okay, I need hours. to go get that other beer. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Brian's going to okay. go get another beer. I'm gonna, I, um, just, just for, uh, in, in general, as someone who, I kind of lost interest after the second one, but I like, hear, like everything I'm hearing about this game mm-hmm. makes me want to play it. I think I, so. No. Do so. I guess my question is: Do you guys feel like this is a game that anybody could pick up and find some level of enjoyment out of, or is it really yes. too? Is it too niche? Uh, I think if you like really good, well-made games, then there's no reason you can't find something here. The story is. It's so secondary to the to the gameplay right. experience. I mean, which is which is actually a first. Well, clearly, for the, series. the amount of time I've spent playing Destiny story doesn't matter that oh, much. Yeah. <laughs> it is, in fact, almost a non-factor. Say, just yeah. <laughs> uh, side note, because I know you were into Destiny for a minute. If you actually go through like DestinyTimeline.com or any of mm-hmm. the sites where they go through the story. It is so good. <laughs> I, I mean, it, it completely alters my perception of the game, so I highly recommend you do that. And side note. Okay, yeah. I, back we to Metal Gear. That, but, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just... For one minute, you guys... Have shut up. Right to Destiny. <laughs> uh, it's... Yeah, I mean, the, if the story of Metal Gear is daunting to you, that's 
I mean, I can Wikipedia the story. You know but, what I mean? But, like, but you really can't Wikipedia the no, story. No, it's like you need you need to sit no, down. You, with you somebody really do, and you just read it from the uh, ground zeros like summary of the story. That's as long as that's like that's I would just, just want to know how does it tie to Metal Gear Solid One and Two? Like that's what I, like I want to know how all of these these five games, six counting Peace Walker and well seven or so. Counting, uh, we don't need to count whatever. But we don't need to count I, Peace like just Walker. how how do they all tie together like what's the cohesiveness what's the glue um, other think, than just the name and i think the you titles? really just have two different you have to separate it into two things there's the big boss stuff and there's the solid snake stuff okay and, Raiden, and solid snake is, is solid two. one and two one two and, and four yeah. one two and four yep. and then big boss is everything else basically. three peace walker five okay yeah and and i don't I don't want Gojo to really say anything because I don't know how much five will directly tie into one and two, or if it's really even Metal Gear one and two and not Metal Gear Solid one and two. Okay. Because I think maybe in the back half of stuff, you start to get little bits and pieces of things that will pick up into that. I mean, you've got Revolver Ocelot through this one. He's in the game. Right. And really one of the beautiful, like even like you Master. sent that great gif of him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> somebody, somebody replaced the, uh, the DD texture. With uh, with Ocelot, and he <laughs> runs up to Snake as he gets out of his arms around. And then it's really just weird. Runs up, humps his leg. It's yeah. But you, I mean, you it's have great. characters that come through. You've got people. There's always been an Otacon person throughout all right. of the games. It's really it's kind a of what, like a, a weird Otacon. Uh, Emmerich. Oh, okay. He's like, and there's been an Emmerich in each of the games, pretty much. It's, so it's. Yeah. I mean, to enjoy five, I don't. I really don't think you need to know that much about the story. It's it, five's own story is very self-contained, unlike unlike any of the other games, really. But yeah. particularly Metal Gear Solid Four, you need to be a Metal Gear Solid nut to kind of to kind of appreciate okay. the story. Five is just here's Big Boss. All you need to know about him is he's this legendary soldier who started a mercenary company. I would at least gotcha. play. I mean, it is part of five, but I would play Ground Zeroes first. Yeah. Well, just I, the I base would, mission because the cinematics at the end are yeah. like have a huge impact. Truth, truth to tell, Ground Zeroes and Phantom Pain are the same game. Yeah, they are. They really I mean, are. Um, yeah, but Ground Zeroes just, is the tanker part. Yeah. If, if you liken it to Metal Gear Solid Two, Ground Zeroes is the tanker, and Phantom Pain it's, is the is yeah, the right. is the play. I, I, I gotta say, like the sandboxy play of uh, Ground Zeroes feels like nothing compared to the Phantom oh, Pain, yeah, though. Yeah. The area is so small. You're yeah, and it's terrible. It's it's like I could not figure out anywhere to hide in that area. Well, like, I guess at all. So my my original intent, I bought the game for Brian for his birthday, and I bought it alongside Mad Max for myself. I guess my question is, knowing how engrossed you guys are in it, and the original intention being that Brian and I would swap Mad Max for Metal Gear. Should I just go buy my own copy? Yeah. <laughs> I think if if Brian gets into Metal Gear Online and we I probably will tear shit when up, it's actually available. You should get your own copy cuz it yeah. would probably So I should be probably awesome. just get my own copy now. <laughs> yeah. I, if you if you like good games. I think it's a, yeah. it's I think a really could, that's debatable if I actually like good <laughs> games. I mean, yeah. You could fair. you could wait for a Black Friday sale or something. I don't right. think there'd be any harm in that cuz I, mean, I don't even know if we have a date for Metal Gear Online. It's yet. October. You October. might as well like wait a little bit sure. because, I mean, you're going to be playing Destiny for the next Yeah, no, I know. I'll anyways. probably wait a couple of weeks at least, but I, the online mode is going to be insane because according to, to the statistics, 74% of people who purchased the game purchased on PlayStation, which we're all playing mm-hmm. on. Well, it's, so. it's traditionally a PlayStation series. This right, is the yeah. first one that launched on other, on other consoles. Right. Um, 
Speaking of the whole Sony Walkman tie-in, I know this is nitpicking, but in Ground Zeroes, you have a Walkman, but they weren't invented yet, and that actually right. bothers me. <laughs> well, that was because of that was because of Future MSF's tech, right? advanced. Yeah, Never exactly. Mind the large the iDroid, and yeah, no. The holographic maps. But the Walkman thing, that's a real historic thing. <laughs> well, who do you think came up with that? Okay, fair Big enough. Big Boss <laughs> invented the Walkman, all right? Um, <laughs> I don't think we've touched on Buddies that much yet. No. We've got D-Horse, uh, and... God, the Buddies are like, are a whole different quiet, thing. If we're going to so stay quiet. within our normal time constraints of this podcast, Man, only 15 minutes really. or so. Yeah, uh, that's fine. I think we... I mean, we can... We'll see. I don't want to go too long. I think the hour and fifteen minute mark is. And we we should say we might do like a spoiler cast later on. That's where we fine. Can talk yeah. about yeah. it. More. I mean, if you want to keep going, it's up to you. It's your server space, man. But I I, I think uh, I think we should touch on on the buddies because I've just gotten to the point where I can use Didi and I <gasps> just yes. oh fucking helpful, dude. I just procured oh Quiet, but yeah, Didi Didi is basically a Soliton Soliton radar oh, yeah. system, <laughs> and <laughs> like, he get, he gets even better too. You can upgrade him so that he'll attack enemies mm-hmm. uh, and knock them out or kill them or instead of them. just keeping them busy <laughs> the, the best thing you can do you can find um, a training manual for him that allows him to Fulton enemies for you what? Oh yeah! And it, <laughs> best thing, it doesn't use up your right. uses of the Fulton. For yeah, those who are not familiar, I think you guys should discuss what Fulton, Fulton is. Okay, got. Look up a video of Big do, Boss Fulton. Somebody. Do you on remember it's, in the Dark Knight when Batman puts the big yeah. balloon on the guy in China? Yes, I, I, no, know, I know, but you guys. I know, but I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm yes. describing to everybody out there that scene. To the millions of listeners. I always felt like that was that like like. What if you've never seen the Dark Knight? I felt like Kojima watched Shame that movie. Shame on you. I yeah, felt like I've Kojima watched it. that movie and was like, oh, my God. But you just brought up the fact that it's in Metal Gear It was in Metal Gear Solid 3. So, so totally basically what happens me. when you're Fultoning somebody is you strap a giant balloon to them, and then they rocket into the stratosphere. So uh, <laughs> what you're really saying is Christopher Nolan got the idea from yes, Kojima. Yes, from Metal Gear Solid 3 probably. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then, the man who doesn't own a cell phone certainly played a PlayStation 2. <laughs> Even better is the fact that at a certain point you can unlock the ability to Fulton somebody through a wormhole back to your mother base. What? That's real. Yes. Because you you can hunt down Spoiler legendary alert. animals in the side <laughs> ops, and you can hunt down um, the legendary Ibis that is modeled that that is modeled after the Egyptian god Jehuti, mm. and after a jackal Jehudi, Jehudi whatever. Uh, and then uh, you can hunt a jackal that was uh, that is reminiscent of Anubis. And if you get the Anubis one, uh, you can do the wormhole thing. If you do uh, Jehudi, uh, you get a bionic hand that can like the hand of Jehuti. Yeah, that. Um, that does the wisp attack from Zone of the Enders Two, which if what? you're, yeah. which you, it basically pulls enemies from like ten meters away and just pulls them right Holy to you. Holy shit! And they're oh disoriented, and then yeah. you can see, you see them and knock yeah. them out. I think that's you want to so buy cool. this game. Oh. <laughs> well, knowing that there's Zone of the Enders ties, fuck yeah, that's one of my <laughs> yeah. favorite games of all time. Yeah, oh, that's um, crazy. But uh, there was somewhere I was going before that. We were just talking about Fulton. That's right. Okay. We were talking about Fulton and, and the and the buddies. But yeah. have you? So I'm sure you've gotten to the point where you can color him like a fox, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can what? yeah color him different. You things. can color yeah. him like a fox and unlock the foxhound emblem so that your emblem looks like foxhound. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> so yeah, D horse pretty much instantly becomes useless once you can call vehicles. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, because you can also uh, order I don't him have to that ability yet. Oh. <laughs> the poop thing is um, awesome. You, After you can, told me about that, he can poop I used command. it several times. <laughs> that um, one mission where you have to 
destroy as many armored vehicles yeah. in like 15 minutes God as you can. Why didn't I use that? So <laughs> good. That one road, you just sit there having poop. The Jeep gets stuck on the road and, and like the armored trucks will stop. Like, why is there a Jeep on the road? And then you just blow up your C4 and oh, shit. It's you awesome. can't Fulton vehicles yet. I didn't, oh, I didn't have a rocket launcher until I stole right. one in that. You can eventually Fulton them out of yeah. there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, and then, I mean, don't want to get stuck can on Can you Fulton thing, shit off the road? Like, Unfortunately, no. no. But yeah. you can roll around in it. <laughs> or, or you can make uh, D-horse poop on, on people when you yeah, see yeah, them. I, yeah, I kill them and then, I kill them and then shit on them. Because well, what if they're still alive? You could do that, too. What happens when they wake up? I don't know. Covered in shit. I yeah, usually ride they They'd probably be really fucking mad. How mad they would react you be? They probably do. It's, How mad now would I have you to go be if somebody knocks you, go you out through. and then had a horse <laughs> shit on your face? I, like, all I, was, I was patrolling this road, and then I was just out for like a solid, I don't know how long. And then I wake up, and there's shit covered in horse shit. The iDroid probably tells you if they're into that or not. Yeah, because after you have the analysis that's, that's function, a, that's yeah, that's a scope no, scope level four lets you know yeah. sexual kinks, so you can use them against them. Oh god, uh, this guy likes grenades taped to his dick. <laughs> oh my god. You guys probably haven't even got to Walker Gears yet. No, not yet. Um, I've heard the, I've heard the about little it. one. Uh, yeah, that yeah, that one's you can get one of those. You get I one of those. I figured it eventually, but yeah. yeah. That one's that's actually really sweet. You can eventually upgrade it so that it spots dudes for you like D-Dog does. And then the final upgrade is an is what called auto intercept mode, and it basically just goes into battle on its own. It's it's insane. Yeah, like full like fully auto let it walk around and yeah. move and um <sighs> Damn. I'm really excited to use Quiet. I haven't gotten her yet, she but I know. So her. I okay, I have her, yet. but she's not you, a buddy. You have to, yeah. you have to finish the story yeah. mission. Um, okay. Certain story mission. Yeah, it's. I, it, she really pissed me off to start with because I was trying to do stealth shit. Um, but if you get caught in reflex mode, she will shoot the guy who sees you, which helpful, yes, but I can shoot him. Um, and then if she doesn't have a silenced rifle... Everybody's going to know she's yeah. there, and it it just throws my plans to hell. But eventually, you get silenced rifles and trank rifles, trank rifle, yeah. and then you get her with a fifty cal. All bets are off because <laughs> nothing can stand up to you once that happens. Yeah, like essentially, you can tell her to cover you, and then just start infiltrating, and she will oh, just God. take out anybody who spots you. you. Tell her to cover you. She will just open fire on the camp. Yeah. You could just tell her to cover you, and you could sit by and smoke your e cig, and the thing is, the camp's <laughs> captured. Um, it's it's great. Um, I, I should I it's tell al- it's almost broken. Should like, I tell the the listeners at home about I I don't know what do you guys think? Like spoiler how, alert. how you get her or no? It's no. okay. So spoilers. It's not a showers? this isn't a spo- story spoiler. Um, but there is a point at which uh, at the end of the story, as part of the story function, this isn't the big old glitch that everybody's talking about. Where quiet, you can't have her as a buddy anymore. Um, it's yeah. It's just kind of the function where the story goes. Uh, no spoilers about how this happens. I'm not going to talk about that. But there is a way to avoid this. Um, and if you want, if you want to avoid it, you can go and look it up. Like I, I don't. We probably shouldn't necessarily say how you can do it. I mean, it's not. I, it's not a spoilery way. Um, I'm pretty sure all gamers decide not to, but is can you actually kill her off and not have her yeah. as a buddy? Oh, yeah. Because it, it looks like it gives you that option. Yeah. Oh, you, yeah. Yeah, you, you totally can. I didn't try yeah. it. So. Um, I mean, who doesn't want 
a bikini-clad chick with a sniper rifle that can cloak on their team, you know. Who can sprint across Africa, yeah. Well, but kind of the cinematic after, like, retrieving her kind of sells Miller's point of, like, we need to we kill this bitch. We don't know right? what this thing is, yeah. and it yeah. can kill all of us if yeah. you bring Eventually, it home. Eventually, he just, he just turns into a dick about it, but... Um, and no. Go oh. ahead. But, sorry, I'm repositioning here. <clears throat> okay, so... Real quick and simple. If you're if you want to keep quiet and you're around, uh, keep quiet, huh? Uh, if you're <laughs> around mission forty, I would say, Shh. just let's say mission forty. Uh, you need to put the um, the butterfly emblem or the butterfly design in your emblem, and that will prevent the quiet story from continuing. The fuck? It's like yeah. a cheat, basically. Eh, kind of. I don't know. See, and I like I don't even want to know necessarily why that would even fix that and how you could even There's no there's no logical reason that's going to fix that. There's, so it's basically yeah. like a cheat. It's basically it's not a cheat so much because you're preventing story progress. Uh, yeah. You're okay. you're blocking off the end of which is a shame because it's an amazing mission. Um it's mission 45. Uh but you would need to do this before mission 43. So um, you need but you need to So you get the butterfly emblem when you, or the butterfly design when you uh, get reach 100% bond with quiet. you have like um, an emblem based on Yeah, it. basically. Just make it really small, put it in the top corner. Uh, that way, yeah, you won't end up lo- I Because I didn't know. I had no idea. And now I can't use her. Yeah, and so, so I'm basically. I'm stuck with D-Walker. Yeah, all right. I, and we can what talk about, about D-Dog? About more, oh, right? yeah, I love D-Dog, but you know, um, he can't D-horse. shoot people. By the way, the the save the, or the bugs in in those missions are already fixed. Okay. Missions. Oh, they did fix them. Okay. Mission twenty nine and forty two apparently. Which oh my god, I was so bummed because forty two is it's one of those missions where you're playing um, a previous mission on extreme, and you have to fight the skulls. Uh, oh, and oh, I could guys. have really used quiet with an anti material rifle, but I didn't know. Well, no, that was it was bugged, and I'm like, okay, I'll come back to it later uh, when it's not bugged. But I can't now. I have to use D Dog, and he can't kill people. You, you seem so upset. I'm so upset. She's so fucking useful, dude. You have yeah. no idea. It's like having a better player uh, <laughs> play with you. Huh. It's like having you carry it's, it's be carried through the nightfall and destiny. It's like, in your yeah. terms. It's like <laughs> yeah. co-op Metal Gear, which yeah. is which is a I shame mean, they didn't bring back after Dojo Peace and Walker. Nick carried yeah. me through my first nightfall. So that's right. It's like yeah. when Joey does Crota for us, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Except we failed miserably last time. <laughs> I, then no, he can only do so much. It every, was not him. It was not him. It was like Crota's movements were ma- were randomized to a point where nobody could predict what oh, the fuck Every he was once doing. in a while, Crota decides he just wants to screw Joey over. And like, I'm going to yeah, do my yeah. thing. Only Joey, though. Never yeah. Zach. It doesn't happen it's, to Zach yeah. at all. It's just Joey. It's just Joey. I but, haven't seen Zach on in a long time. Yeah. yeah. Zach, where are you? I hope you're listening Zach to this. Play Metal Gear Solid 5. will be please. Zach Kenobi. You're our only hope. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Anything else we want to talk yeah, about? Yeah, I'm trying to think um, if there's anything. I mean, we'll touch briefly on my, since I'm the only one who's really experienced the story, just my general thoughts on it. Um, I don't particularly care for it. Um, it's not a very strong story, but it's not like Peace Walker level bad. Story in Peace Walker is just straight <laughs> fucking off. The, the first ending of Peace Walker is literally the worst ending to any video game ever. It's damn. It's, I'm just going to spoil it for you. The Metal Gear is piloted by an AI, 
And the AI is so moved by your desire for peace, it walks into a lake and drowns itself while it's playing the carpenter Japanese on a loudspeaker. But I mean, like you're kind of obfuscating <laughs> it there a little bit. No, that's a pretty accurate. No, but you're you're you're. It's so much deeper than that. It, it is a little bit deeper yeah. than that because. That, but that's dumb. <sighs> I don't care how deep it is. It's deep in its own shit. Which song by the Carpenters? Uh, uh, <laughs> sing a song. Yeah, it's going la 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 la, la. and it's walking into the ocean and drowning itself because it wants to prevent nuclear war. I mean, war. it's got that. It's, it's got that the, Kojima oh, weird to it. It's, like it's that's for sure. There's a level of heavy handedness to most any Kojima story, but this is this is beyond heavy hand. This is. Like, like gorilla monsoon, like smacking you in the face. That's a wrestler. Um, just this is this is Andre the Giant laying on you with a message. It's it's the wrestler. Everyone bad. I don't know. The giant I mean, like Mel laying Gear. on you with an erection. Yes, <laughs> that was that was the story in Peace Walker. It was so heavy. Mother want a penis? <laughs> um, I feel like Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> <laughs> Way to respect the dead. Sorry, man. Pour some out. <laughs> I feel like the original Metal Gear Solid was like some of... It's heavy-handed in a completely different direction in the sense that you're, you, he uses like actual FMV from bomb oh, testings yeah. and all kinds of like weird stuff. Yeah, like I said, but, there's heavy-handed, but then there's, there's this. This was... Well, we're not talking Peace Walker, though. We'll, we'll do a Metal Gear fight the franchise or something. Yeah, we need to. We were talking about that'll that will be five years. That'll be five hours long. Yeah, um, it would be ridiculously <laughs> long. But this, the story in five is kind of, it's intentionally um, put to the side. It's not, because they're not telling really, um, not really telling like one complete story. They're kind of, the story is bridging the gap. Uh, of Big Boss's life between what we've played so far and what we know of his legend from Metal Gears 1, 2, and 4. Um, so it's it's not... The whole thing is not really just one cohesive storyline. But, it, but it does bridge the gap. It does, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Non-spoiler br- gap bridging. It, I mean, it... I'm just going to tell you right now. But, it doesn't end at Metal Gear. Okay. It doesn't. Okay. Um, so yeah, the the story is it's not great. It's not strong, certainly. Um, but as you guys have said, it's not also it's also not like the focus of the game. Yeah. No, it's not. No. So that's why I'm ultimately I'm fine with it. Right. Whereas if it were <clears throat> like for four, the story is just all over the place, but it's such a heavy focus in four. So the bad the that's not a bad story, but the not great story in four is more of a detriment to that than right. the not great story in this is to five because it's so gameplay heavy. Yeah. Um, so ultimately, even if you're a Metal Gear fan and you're worried the story's not going to be good, don't be because what you're going to play is going to overshadow everything else. It's but it's still kind of sad in the sense yeah. that it's like well, it's, Ko- it's essentially Kojima's swan song with Konami and yeah. the fact well, that it doesn't like put a neat little bow on it and make you be like wow. I'll be honest like I was worried about 60 minute long cinematics that are total bullshit that I've heard about, you know, from oh, yeah. Walter games. Is that the case at any point in this game? No. No. Okay. Not no. Even at the end. Um no, there's. I mean, there's a point where you spend a long jeep ride, uncomfortable. But, uh, but that's 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 interactive. Well, jeeps so. are uncomfortable back in the eighties, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Anyways, though, I was um, very enthralled with the opening 
hour or so. Wow. And I was like, man, I hope I see more shit that's that cinematically intense, but I've seen nothing so far. You probably won't. Uh, I, I mean, mean, like the the episode, what was it, 12 wow. or whatever, the last one in Afghanistan, at least nor- Oh yeah. my experience there's, before you to Africa was pretty cool. It was, it, the mission itself was very intense, especially toward the end. There's but, uh, one mission at the... Not at the end, but like right near the end is one of the last ones that's it's very it's very linear and it's very guided and it's it's extremely powerful. Um, it's very cinematic. Uh, it's very cool. Uh, so there's one other excuse me, I burped. There's one other mission like that. Uh, oh, tastes like Cajun fries. Um, <laughs> what kind of Cajun fries? Five guys. Five guys. Uh, five guys Cajun fries. Yeah. Um, I wish that was the name of the restaurant. <laughs> Five Guys Kitchen Fries? The restaurant? <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's it's Metal Gear is a very cinematic series, but this one kind of takes a different route. And But there's one or two missions in the game that are just, it's full Kojima, uh, and it's very good. Yeah. Right on. I'm excited to play more. Do that. And that's that's the thing is that I'm going to be playing this until Fallout comes. So out. ultimately, like, I, people should go out and buy this game. Totally. Anybody who has thumbs and fingers and a controller for their game system and who likes being yeah. happy in life. I mean, I straight up quit the game at one point because I was so mad. I. <laughs> but then you know, like thirty minutes later, I loaded it back up. I want to play because yeah. I was like, I have to do this. There's- I'll just try a different approach, which is cool, and I sort of did. There's two things that we kind of didn't touch on, okay. one of which Brian and I are nowhere near touching, which is like the forward operating base, like Dark oh, yeah. Souls. I don't even know how to do that. You can't, you can't yet. yet. Oh, really? No, it unlocks okay. later. Along with some of, the, some of the features in the game, like really cool features don't even unlock until like... It was mentioned briefly, like you should make a forward operating base. I'm like, sure. how do I make a forward operating base? I don't see any options it's for that. Be a while. Well, yeah. We can yeah. always get into that later when those items actually become available. Yeah. the online play. I got to say, the online, like the server, is offline half the fucking time I play anyway. So I don't care about the forward operating base too much right now. But I definitely want to explore that feature. The other thing that I wanted to talk about, just the idea of building Mother Base and that development, something that we didn't really Yeah, that's like on. an entirely oh, different uh, game in yeah. itself. And, and I wanted to say that I feel like uh, hearing people talk about the game, it might sound extremely complicated, and it really is very complicated, but I feel like the way that it gets trickled down where, oh, you've completed this amount of missions, we're going to unlock this kind of thing for you to do. Yeah. I feel like it's very well done so that it doesn't overwhelm you. Yeah, all so at it's once. not all yeah, thrown they, at you. It's, yeah. it's just everything like, in the game is like that. Yeah. I feel like they don't throw too much at you at one point. That's good. I, but it never feels like super handholdy. I, I felt no. like that's part of what I didn't like about XCOM was that I felt XCOM kind of throws so much at you. Like as soon as you get through like the tutorial areas, like you're just like holy shit! Like this well, base management shit, and then the yeah. fucking missions. Like um, it just becomes too much. I remember you never cared wait, to which? play for XCOM. No, that yeah. I felt it was. I remember you. Never XCOM cared. is not too much to handle. I remember you never cared to play Metal Gear Solid 3 because you had to eat things in order to survive <laughs> and, like, dig the bullets out of your leg. You yeah, love eating too things. Much. Yeah, it's well, really not. But, but my <laughs> whole thing is, like, in the old, in Metal Gear Solid 1, like, if you got hurt, you just ate some rations and you were good to go. Like, you yeah. like you didn't have to dig the bullet out and pour antiseptic it's, on it. And you don't have to do that for everything. That's for, just, I mean, for the record. Yeah, it's just, yeah. that's annoying as fuck. Like, no, no thanks. But, 
But this game, I feel like so much of it is... Like, there's not... You don't have to decide where certain platforms go at Mother Base. No, so it's not, just do you want to You don't have it? to worry about the min-maxing of that. Like, you don't have to... Which is something that I would do, and it's part of the problem of <laughs> any kind of video game. I think but. the uh, XCOM base building is way more satisfying than building Mother Base, though. Well, there's uh, there's more tangible results um, yeah. from... I mean, the cool thing about building Mother Base is you can actually go to the places you build. Yeah, right. yeah but there's sh- nothing yeah. to do there. There really isn't. Other than, no. like, throw your own soldiers around. Yeah, you can pick up diamonds on it. Get yeah. diamonds, bro. Uh, but, um, yeah, but yeah, it's so be- spread out, too. I mean, there's fast travel options, but it's like, do I really want to climb up four flights of stairs just to get to these two bros to increase morale a tiny yeah, bit? No, that's, there, should be, there should be more to do at Mother Base. It's a shame uh, yeah. that like there isn't a spot where it's always yeah. Ocelot's chilling there. Go talk yeah. to Ocelot for a minute. Or, or like, uh, yeah, on like the, uh, the combat platform, you can test out all your weapons or support unit you can like design i don't know loadouts or shit or yeah uh, if they've added some functionality yeah yeah i thought like the command center would actually have like i don't know a command center that i could visit instead of just a shower to use to wash all the blood off of me from the last mission why does why is big boss locked out of anything that's every time i go by the door i'm like what the fuck is going on in here big boss wants to know um because it come on come on i own this this is mine yeah um <laughs> i am the big boss it's been nine years in a coma just to get this shit it's true <laughs> but yeah i don't know um, i'm looking forward to talking about it more yeah there's there's one really annoying thing about the ford operating base that we'll talk about later um yeah. but uh it's really annoying to me but um yeah, i so- want to know if you have a forward operating base and I am your friend on PlayStation Network, can I actually go raid your yes. forward operating base specifically? Yeah, yeah. or yeah. you can. That's what I want to do. You can, I want us to all have bases and I want us to all rip each other off. Well, you could do that or you could defend us when someone else tries to take our that shit. That too. We could all form like, uh, like a, an alliance. alliance. Yeah, we'll be like the warriors. See, that's pretty cool. Stay but it doesn't sure. sound nearly as cool as actual Metal as Gear Online. That, Metal Gear Online I, looks so much fun. Yeah, but I definitely want to yeah. try that out. Um, I, I see that's the thing with that coming. I don't I, I wonder if there's more content planned for the main game. I wouldn't I'm bet so on it because like, Konami's assholes, but Yeah, uh, with Kojima Kojima's position at uh, the company yeah. being really in flux, he's supposedly out by December. I don't really know what the and Konami's like not in the business of making video games anymore. They'll put a pachinko machine on every strut of Mother yeah. Base. There you go. There pachinko we go. DLC from Metal Gear <laughs> We're getting a little uh, lengthy. Yeah, but I'm curious what you guys think Kojima is going to do next. You think he's going to just retire entirely? Or I don't think he can. Game? I don't think he's capable of it. I think he's yeah. going to go and make a new series of something because he's been wanting to leave Metal Gear since Metal Gear Solid 2. Like, it'll be exciting. <laughs> yeah, what to if he's a while? <laughs> Every, everyone has been his last. Yeah, except yeah, this one actually totally. is because they're firing. Yeah. Him. What <laughs> if he starts working on an already established franchise? I'd, I'd buy everything in that franchise I mean, that, so I could be prepared. It's the only reason I'm somewhat still interested in playing Castlevania Lords of Shadow. It's the only reason I wanted to play the new Silent Hill was that his name was attached to those things. Yeah. So Any, I'd be yeah. excited about it. Anything he's involved with, I'm instantly the thousand percent more interested in but i'm i'm kind of i'm super interested in figuring out what a kojima game like a brand new property would be when he doesn't have 
six previous games worth of story to draw on and all that nostalgia. For yeah, I mean, you know, and, he's got some other like obviously like Metal Gear was a passion project for him, but he's got to have something else that he's I, just itching to get oh, out yeah. there. I feel like all this to me, like being a new person to Metal Gear Solid. All this old Metal Gear Solid shit is actually weighing him down at this point. Uh, I All this agree. convoluted yeah. stuff. When I watched like that first hour intro, it was so cinematic and so amazing to me. If he could just do that and not have any of that attached. Did, like, did you play PT? No, I didn't, oh. unfortunately. And you can't oh. now. I know. Yeah. Well, hey, I still got it. Yeah, I, do. I was um, going to download it, but I'm like, I mean, can't, look at, there can't be that much to it. Look I at didn't PT, bother. look at Zone of the Enders. I mean, he can do... Any kind of I don't want to say any kind of game, but he can do so many kind. He can do so many different things. Well, I can tell. I mean, when it says directed by, like he has an eye for cinematic appeal, you know, like. But even just conceptually, like I don't know if any of you played Baktai for the Game Boy Advance. No, that game was so interesting because it's basically futuristic vampire hunter. Where you need to be outside and your game cartridge needs to see the sun in order to charge your weapon. And wow. It's, oh my God. Is that the solar gun you can get in four? Yes. Where Snake yells, sunlight! Yes, that's precisely oh what it is. Yeah, oh, that, God, I love that gun. And and that kind of, like, that thinking yeah. I think is very interesting and it's always... It, it would be really cool to see him go in a new direction. Yeah, with yeah even after like thirty years in the business, he's still coming up with fresh new ideas. Yeah, Ricky was telling me something about like the original Metal Gear Solid. I want to say where you had to hook up a second controller just to, to beat control. to beat a boss. Yeah, you had to cause, <laughs> yeah, because he was like paralyzed. He was or psychic something. and he would know your your yeah, movements. That's crazy. He could, yeah, he would dodge your your, your bullets. That and is he would, like he would, that's the kind of thinking. Like he oh my God, people your memory need that. card. He, yeah, he read your memory card and, and talked shit about your games. Yeah, if you had other Konami games on the memory card he'd be like <laughs> he'd be like ah, i see you like castlevania symphony of the night That's oh my god insane. In, in it was creepy as twin shit. snakes for twin yeah. snakes when he was the only thing i had was smash brothers and I'm like ah, <laughs> i see you like super smash brothers <laughs> psycho manis you're so crazy now that i honestly you're missing out on some really interesting crazy stuff in metal gear solid one and two i don't two, doubt it the whole final act of two is oh, just so bad it's just insane in a good it's, way it's a wonderful way. Like um, I, I honestly, when I was playing the 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 last act of Metal Gear Solid Two, I got creeped out so much that I was like, <laughs> I I can't no, do this. I, yeah, because you start getting the codec calls that are like, you've been playing this game too long, Jack. You need to turn this off and like turn the game. It just off sounds right like now. it almost feels like the game is self destructing as you're playing it, and there's nothing there's like, like that. Yeah, and there's like a legit story reason why it's all happening yeah. too, but it's like breaking the fourth wall at the same it's, time. It's yes. pure insanity, and it's something that nobody, no, yeah, nobody else does that. Nobody yeah. else can do that. It's it's nuts. It's great though. So, anyways, Ugh. yeah. Go well, buy Metal Gear Solid Five. Yep. Don't even think about it. Buy just it. Just go buy it. That's. Yeah. I'm probably gonna buy it in the next week after I get done with <laughs> Taken King. As always, if you're listening along and you like what you hear, even if you don't, please do send us feedback via email at midwestgamenerds at gmail dot com or via Twitter at mgn podcast. And again, don't uh, don't forget to do all your Amazon shopping at amazon.midwestpodcastnetwork.com so I can buy Metal Gear Solid Five. Um, <laughs> Also, thanks again to Au for our theme song, Materia Mosh. Check them out on iTunes and Spotify and all that good stuff. Alex, what's up next for the film nerds? 
just today, we posted a fight the franchise on the Sleepaway Camp franchise. Sweet. So check that out. Uh, we also did Willie. We're doing a new thing called Keyframes for this month because there weren't a ton of movies that we wanted to see in the yeah. theaters. So we are going over movies that we feel like are important to us. The first one was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, that was Willie's pick, the 1990s film, not the 2014 film. Right. And uh, did you give it a 9.95? <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> I, I, I hope Nick listened all the way through. Like and, a and dozen people will get that right. Um, this is great. Maybe. This week we are going to do Tim's pick, which is Legend of the Drunken Master. Cool. So, um after that, it's me and Nick. Nick may have to push What's his What's your over. pick going to be? I haven't decided yet. The past. Duh. I know. Oh! I know, I Ballistic do. X versus Sever? <laughs> Gojo, that would be yours. That's mine. That would be yours. I'm, first, I'm going to see it, and then I'm going to talk about how it... <laughs> I'm going to talk about how it just made film for me. <laughs> that's Yeah, that's the thing, is that I, I can't reasonably say that... I don't have any legitimate reason that the pest changed my view of film. So, Trial, no, maybe? Other well, than the fact it that it certainly I, was the movie you watched the most <laughs> as, a, as a youth. It pro- honestly, if there was like an iTunes most played counter, the pest would probably be at the top. Mine's The Crow. <laughs> <laughs> I've never actually seen The Pest badass. all the way through. That's a shame. We should watch it. We should we should have we should watch that. I just Twitch, oh, man. It's, Twitch stream. It's just past. it's at it's at the same status as Star Wars is for me and that I can't even put it but... on anymore because by the time I sit down and watch it I'm like, I know this movie like the back of my hand. I don't need to see this. Oh, that's what you mean by listening. Listening audience, this is the only only the Midwest Podcast Network will bring you a comparison between the pest and Star Wars. The the term is narratum verbatim, as per the '90s blockbuster commercials. And there's Latin too. Narratum masturbatum or something. The ability to recall every single line in the movie front to back. Yeah, like I, I I still quote the pest on a daily basis, probably. So yeah. I'm about to do it too. Thanks again for listening. Later, Masturbator. <laughs> Game over. <laughs> One tip by Honda Star. You buy, you buy Honda Star.